0: Namaste. Welcome back to another episode of Kensha. Welcome to you beautiful people. I hope you've had an amazing day. am recording this a little bit later in the day than I usually do, but I finally got work out of the way. And I'll give myself some time to share my thoughts from today. And I was lying in bed last night thinking what I was going to discuss in today's episode and it got me thinking back, you know, about past memories, past experiences, what I can draw from and use as my inspiration and I was in, I guess, a process of reflection and... That was the inspiration for today's episode, was reflection. Taking a moment to look back at the things we've done, the decisions we've made, the people we've met. Our choices, the paths that we chose, what we've accomplished. And just really thinking about them in a holistic manner that allows us to get to know ourselves a little bit better and you'll notice that a lot of the themes in this season are all connected they're almost undetachable from one another you know emotions and misuse intuition forgiveness reflection they're all part of the same process towards healing and towards self-love and self-gratification. And it might seem like it was planned that way, but in essence it was obviously meant to be. I was about to say it was a coincidence, but at the same time I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in synchronicity. I believe in things happening because that's the way they were meant to happen. So just a little bit of uh, background from that. But I want want whoever's listening to just take a moment to reflect on the things that, that got you here. In this position right now, where you are in this moment. If you think back on all of the aspects and the choices that you made, what led them to be here? What were those defining moments? the sequence of events that led us to the specific point in time. And there's going to be many of them. You might not even connect all the dots. It might just seem like it happened the way that it did because that's life, you know. But a lot of the journals, articles, blogs, uh, posts, and things that I read has people you know, in their mature years of life, you know, when they've hung up their work boots and they're, they're in a process of reflection. And you ask them, you know, did you live a good good life? Are you happy? Were you happy throughout your life? And And most of the time people say yes. They're happy. They had a good life. They had a good innings. And you ask them, you know, would they change anything? Some people yes. Some people no. But nearly every one of them says when they finally got to that point in their life, they looked back at life as what they thought throughout the process was just a chaotic mess or maybe even organized chaos. And they said at that point of realization, they noticed that it was actually a connection of all of these dots that led to linear progression. And it's interesting because... We always think that everything is just it happens because that's just how it's supposed to happen. Yes and no, that's got two meanings to it. But there's, there has to be if you wanna call it fate, call it fate. If you wanna if you wanna call it a definitive purpose or you know God's plan, then you know call it that. But there's gotta be some trajectory that we're on that has been laid out for us whether it's by our own intent, before we came into this world or into these vessels, uh, whether it was the intent of a higher being or the universe. But even in saying that, uh, without getting too deep and complicated, uh, we are the universe. So if it was something of the universe, then it was something of ourselves. But that's maybe something to ponder on um, at another point. But going back to the activity or or the aspect of looking at reflection, uh, I want you to identify the moments in your life that were turning points that either turned out to or led to a a good experience or a bad experience. And I want you to take a a moment to think about your choice at that point in time, because we're we're always left with a choice we always have options available and even when you don't make a choice you're subconsciously making a choice if that makes sense it's a bit like the dilemma of um, that philosophical dilemma of the train on the track and the train is going down this track and on the track or on the path that it's it's currently going there's four people strapped to the bottom of it and if you don't do something about it then those four people are going to be run over and they're going to be killed but you can pull a lever which leads the train onto another track where there's one person lying there and you're kind of left with this moral conundrum of do you save four people by making a choice and actively pulling the lever and you know basically deciding to kill someone, one individual versus four or do you not do anything you say i don't want to get involved in this i'm not making a choice but that is exactly what you're doing you are making a choice because you're deciding to i guess leave things as they are and in not making a choice you've decided that those four people are going to die so a bit a bit morbid must be honest but um yeah i want you to think about your choices and i want you to reflect on them like I said, identify those moments in your life, those turning points, the roller coaster at the top of the next turn and it's about to start, you know, tumbling down. What lessons did you learn after making those choices? You know, why did you make that choice? Ask yourself, why did I make that choice? what did I think it was going to lead me to do because sometimes we make a choice in the hope that it's going to lead to something that we want. And I think more often than not, it actually doesn't end up happening. So it's important to, to be able to sit back and reflect and think, okay, when I made that choice, was it based on an outcome or a desire that I wanted? For myself, was it it based on something that I wanted for somebody else? A loved one, a friend, a colleague, an overall purpose? Being able to identify these points in our life, or these points in our decision-making process, allow us to understand ourselves as individuals, both looking at the ego and looking at the self, the purest self. by reflecting, it's almost like looking at yourself in the mirror. And sometimes, I don't know if you've ever done this, but when you look into a mirror for just a little bit too long, all of a sudden you don't recognize yourself. You actually look a little bit different. You, you seem like something else. It's not really you. Um, And that's what this reflection process is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you identify who you really are. And maybe you won't like the person that you discover. You know, maybe you thought you were something else. But through this process, you're like, damn, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be doing those things for these reasons. But again, it's it's the whole purpose of self-love and self-healing. And, and finding your own nirvana within yourself. Because when you don't like something, of course you're going to change it. Well, I mean, I hope you would. Especially if it's about yourself and who you are and your personality and your ego and your your vibe. You want to change that. You want to be better. And another another thing that I... I guess, want you to consider is to reflect on what you hold as important in your life. Take a look at the meaningful things in your life. What what makes sense to you? What do you hold close to your heart? What do you want to focus your time and your energy on? What are your pillars? You know, and how much time do you devote to these pillars in your life? You know, if one of your pillars is family, for example, you know, you always tell everyone, family is the most important thing to me. Family is number one, it comes before anything. But you're also the same person that's never at home, you're always out with friends, you're busy with work, you're watching TV, doing a bunch of other activities. You aren't really showing the universe or yourself that you are actually a family man or a family person, sorry. You're, you're trying to put out this image that you are and you're trying to boost your ego by saying family is number one because everyone knows that you, know, you, want, you want a family person. If you're dating somebody, you want someone that, that's into their family, that loves their family, that loves spending time with their family because ideally that person's going to want the same thing if they're going to marry you and have kids with you and have a family with you. But if you're not actually doing that, you, you're lying to yourself, which can't go on forever. Eventually, people got to pay the piper. But you're also lying to the universe. Now, the universe communicates with you on a very innate, a close—I oh, would even say claustrophobic level. Maybe that's why some people don't really tap into it because they feel claustrophobic. But the universe is constantly communicating with you, and you with it, and if you are putting out this energy of actually not spending time with your family, you're not actually a family person, then unfortunately there's going to be clashes, there's not going to be any fluidity, there's not going to be any fusion, it's all going to feel a bit separated. And one way you can try and fix this is to do an audit on yourself, identifying areas within your life that you could use a bit more focus, a bit more intentional energy. I've always said to those who know me will know exactly what I'm saying now, but to those of you who don't, that intention creates. If you can put an intention out there, if you intend to do something wholeheartedly with maximum effort then whatever you want will be manifested it will be created if we focus our energy on intention whether that's intention to do better uh, with work uh, with I don't know your relationships with being a better person you want to work harder love deeper we then allow our souls to open itself up and we we invite those affirmations and transformational notions into our lives. That's what intention does. And reflection almost is a path that leads to intention because upon reflecting, when taking a moment to step back Try and look at it from a different angle. You'll then know exactly what you want. And when you want something, you will intend to make it happen. Think about it, in the the most basic level, you say to your friend, I wanna get drunk tonight. And they're like, okay, cool. Uh, what's the plan well we're going to go to this place at this time with these people and we're going to drink and we're going to get absolutely hammered that is obviously the most basic way of explaining it but you have decided you have made that intention and you went with it it drove you I don't want this episode to veer off track, um, hypothetically speaking, because it's it's not about intention. But once again, intention is another aspect that merges with all of these themes, with reflection, with intuition, with forgiveness. Intention is a part of all of that. Going back to forgiveness, I mean, you have to intend to forgive someone whether that's unconditionally whether that's on condition that they apologize or they try and fix things or whether you don't want to forgive them at all there's an intention at the base of that and there is reflection at the base of intention so it's almost like this this stream it starts at the source just like the Nile, which source is in Rwanda, by the way, the source is the smallest little trickle of water. It literally could just be this small water coming out of a tap. It could be that basic. But then you travel a couple of miles north into northern Africa And you find yourself looking at a river that's three to four kilometers wide. And basically everlasting. And it's the same with with all of these aspects of finding ourselves, finding our true purpose, loving ourselves, caring for our well-being, caring for our mental state. I would I would argue that reflection is part of the source. Maybe not the source entirely, but but definitely part of it. And if you can take 10 minutes out of your day. I was going to say 30, but I mean you can even do it with 10 10 minutes out of your day at the end of the day. And you and you reflect on whether it's the day that you had the week that you had, the last year that you had, you'll start to notice patterns. When you question, why am I at this point in my life? Everything's going wrong. People don't like me. My friends are, you know, falling away. Why, why is this happening to me? You start to reflect notice that there's a pattern that led you to this exact point, so it shouldn't actually be a surprise. But it will also allow you to change the future, change where you're going from now. And like C.S. Lewis once said, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. So if your life is a bit of a shambles, a bit of a mess right now, things aren't working out, they're not going your way, pause, reflect a little bit, look back on the sequence of events that got you here, and then make a conscious decision to change that going forward. mindfulness, use your connection with yourself, your connection with the universe, with nature, with people. Use that as your motivation and your drive. There's no need to feel alone in this world when connection is tangible everywhere. You just need to take a moment. Give yourself that moment. Instead of worrying about, you know, the last 10 minutes on on Instagram, on your feed, or TikTok, or what your friends are doing, take a moment for yourself. Because as blunt as this may sound, everyone is running their own race. And nobody's worried about where you're going to end up, or where you're going to finish. Whether you finish in 10th place, or in... 157,000th place. Got that one a bit mumbled up. But my point is, take some time for yourself. Look after yourself. Know who you are. Know where you want to be. And set those goals. Daily goals. They could be hourly goals even. promise you the first step in making a change in your life is reflection. And that reflection also holds true to the fact that when you look in a mirror, the person you see staring back at you is you. Only they can change things going forward. That's it for today. Thank you, beautiful people, for joining, for listening, for sharing. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. And don't forget, Kensho.